All right. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to February 1st, 2021. How's everybody doing today? Great. Thank really, you. Not all at once. <laughs> all right. Hold on one second. Okay, I've muted everybody. So uh, just because you guys can hear when a bunch of people get on, it's noisy, which I love it. I love it's noisy, but we got to keep it nice and quiet for the record recording. Okay, so um, I hope everybody, you know, today's February 1st, so I hope your January went exactly the way you wanted to. But uh, if it didn't, I mean, if it, if it did, congratulations. If it didn't, you know, you still have over 90% of the year ahead of you, okay, to right the ship now. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, we are very fortunate today from the Southwest office to have Mr. Monty Meadows. Monty, unmute your phone. Hit star six on your phone so we can hear you, please. And let me know when you've done that. Hi, Rick. Can you hear me? There he is. Monty, yes. All right. Welcome, my man. Good How are you doing today? Good. Good. How are you? Thanks for having me. Oh, my pleasure. Well, you came highly recommended from your awesome manager, manager. Aldo. Okay, and I call him now El Presidente because he's also president of the board. <laughs> he, I think he likes that. I don't think he likes it, but I think he likes it. Yeah, he is a busy man, great guy. And uh, he suggested you, and for a very interesting reason, and I think that, um, well, before we get into that, because uh, we have people from California and Arizona as well as Nevada, so just um, introduce yourself, tell everybody how, you've been do- how long you've been doing this and all that good stuff, please. Uh, my name is Monty Meadows. I have uh, – I've been on this side of the business now uh, for, it'll be three years in July. Um, before that, I was on the mortgage side. Um, I was a loan officer. I got my license in 2015, started doing that side of the business. I always wanted to be on this side of the business, but uh, I had a, a brother-in-law who was doing loans, so um, he talked me into going that route instead. I never fell in love with it, so here I am now, two, about two and a half years since I've, I've got my real estate license. Okay. All right. Good, good, good. I think somebody else might have unmuted your phone. And if you've done that, make sure you're in a quiet area because we can hear you or, or remute your phone yourself, please. Okay. So there you go. All right. Um, so that's, you know, and that's one of the reasons why. That's just one of the reasons why Aldo thought you'd be um, a very good interview. And I'm going to get into the other one in a second. But so what made you decide to go from mortgage to selling? I had always had kind of a fatuation with this, this side of the business. I remember uh, even when I was in college, I have, I have a sister that lives in uh, Phoenix, and I had, I had another sister at that time. She lived in Fort Lauderdale. And even in college, when I would go visit them on spring, spring break, I would love to just go, go look at property, look at houses. So I always, I always kind of was interested in this, this side of the business. Um, but I, I went that lending route, like I said, because I was I was talked into it by a uh, by a brother-in-law of mine, and I just never fell in love with it. I you know I wanted to be out with the people, showing houses, and and doing all that instead of stuck in an office crunching numbers. Okay, all right, good, good, good answer. I love it. I love it. And, you know, I, I had the same type of feeling when I joined too. It's just a very interesting business, and the fact that uh, you know you get paid what you're worth, and you get to decide what that is, is also a lot of fun as well. Exactly. Right. So the part that um that Aldo thought was very interesting for them to hear is um, that you started on a team in real estate, right? I did. Yes, I did. Okay, so tell I, us a little uh, about that process. Why you decided to, and and how that went for you, and all that good stuff. Well, I I credit that team for for the reason that I I took off as quickly as I did. I think I I was accelerating the business. I learned it. 
I learned it more quickly um, because of them. I was I was surrounded by you know great people who knew the business, and uh, but it just it got to a point where I was generating I was generating you know enough of my own business. I mean, it was pretty much all my own business uh, at the point when I left. Um, so I just I thought it would be a good move for me, good good move for my career, good for my family to uh, to take that leap and and go on my own. Okay, and how long have you been doing that now? How long have you been on your own? I've been on my my own now for two months. Right, that's what I thought. I thought it was right with yeah. you. So that, that that that's good for them to hear. So that this is really good for them to hear. So you joined a team, a little stability, a little direction. Then you realize after a certain amount of time, I can probably pull this off. No 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 problem on my own. And uh, right. what production level were you at? Okay, so two three months ago, what product? What like what was your? How did your twenty twenty your twenty twenty look? What was that for you? I closed I closed twenty nine for right around eleven million, a little over eleven million. Okay, good. And then you said to yourself, you know what? I think I got this. <laughs> <laughs> I did, yeah, exactly. So twenty nine closed. The next, the next good well, move. Well, there's a lot of. Yeah, and let's face it, there's a lot of agents out there that would love to close 29 deals a year for 11 million. So that's great. Congratulations. And Thank so, you. what is your goal? What's your goal for uh, for this year, 2021? I would love to. Uh, I would love to break that 30 mark for sure. And uh, you know, if I if I break 30 and and hit 11 million again, I would be uh, I'd be good with that, or hopefully even closer to, to 12 million. I guess probably my biggest goal this year. I had uh, I had a couple of sales last year for around eight hundred and fifty thousand. I guess uh, one of my big goals this year is to uh, to break that million dollar mark. I had uh, I started out this year with a listing for for nine hundred twenty nine thousand. Um, so I guess I guess probably my biggest goal this year is to to break that million dollar mark. Okay, good. At least one property closed at over a million dollars. Good for you. Good for you. Now. Yeah. Uh, how are you doing so far? I mean, didn't you have, you had a pretty incredible January, didn't you? It's been a good January. Yeah, I have uh, currently have have closed uh, closed. Let me think here. One one last week. I have one closing today. Um, but currently, right now, I have eight under contract. So starting starting off good. Three four closings and eight pendings in January. That's what we call a good start, Monty. <laughs> <laughs> Not too bad. I, if you stay on that pace, dude, if you close, even if you close three a month, you're at 36, at four, you're at 48. So if you stay on this pace, and honestly, dude, I don't see any reason why you can't. With uh, The market conditions are pretty incredible right now, aren't they? They are. It's, it's, it's crazy out there, for sure. A lot of bidding wars, that's for sure. But, yeah, and how would you say that your business breaks up, listing sold versus buyer sales? How, what's your breakdown? Um, last year... I think out of those those twenty twenty nine I had, uh, I think there were about, thir- I think there were twelve or thirteen listings I had. So I mean, it's it's not too far off from fifty fifty. I would like to uh, I would like to have it broken up where I have more listings this year if if possible. That was also a pretty good start with that. So started yeah. off with, uh, with five listings. Unfortunately, one got one got withdrawn. But uh, you know, starting off the year with five listings, not too bad. Yeah, no, very good, very good. So that's a great question. So how do you, um, you know, so if you can get the 50-50, it's probably, you know, in a market that's more, uh, I would say, less crazy, um, even 60-40, 60 listings sold to 40. But in a market like this, 50-50 is excellent. 
So how do you uh, how do you get your listings in this kind of market? Well, the majority of my business, so I was a I was a flight attendant with uh, Southwest Airlines for for 16 years. Actually, uh, when I when I started doing real estate, I I cut back on my flying. I started to give my trips away to other other flight attendants and all that, so I could focus more on my real estate business. And then when I got to the point where it was just there's no way I could possibly fly and you know give give people in the real estate side um, the customer service they deserve. So, but fortunate enough, Southwest offered a, uh, a an early buyout back in August to avoid furloughing people. So I took that. So I left. I separated from the company completely. Um, but I still have a lot of good relationships there in my sphere at Southwest, and I'd say probably a good 97% of my business comes from uh, comes from those people. And uh, you know, I just I still stay in touch with them, and you know, they they've, they've been they've been very faithful and very good to me. So yeah, that's great. Was, so your sphere your sphere has been very exactly. helpful. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I Southwest has some really good programs for their employees, which is a, that's pretty awesome. That's great. Good for you. Perfect time to take it, especially with the market igniting and the fact that, uh, like you said, you're at a point where. So you're telling me last year when you did 29, you were part time. Oh no no I I hadn't flown, <laughs> I hadn't flown oh, okay. a single day or a single flight since August of 2018. So I got my license. Oh, I, gotcha. I got my license in June of 18, June July of 18, and then uh, and then in August of 18, I. Uh, I, I stepped back and I didn't. I had not worked a single flight in uh, in over two years at the time that I separated with the company. I got gotcha. you. Okay, that makes more sense now. I was going to say, wow, because a lot of people would probably be going, "Holy cow!" <laughs> no, there, there's no way. I don't see how anybody. I don't see how anybody could do that. It's almost impossible. I'd have a panic attack not having my phone up in the air. So. Okay, now listen. I have a very important question for you. As a south, put your put your Southwest hat on for a second. I I need to know okay. something. It's been bothering me about Southwest for a very long time now. Because uh, I fly Southwest, or I used to before the pandemic. I think I had 60 flights. I had like 60 flights for like three years in a row going back between Phoenix and California. And they stopped doing something about a year and a half ago that really irritated me, which is they stopped giving out peanuts. What the hell? Why did they stop doing that? <laughs> that, upset, that upset a lot of people. <laughs> Oh, uh, I was like, where's my peanuts? I factored that into my caloric intake today. Where are they? <laughs> They're true. My assumption was too. because so many people are allergic to them. Right. That's, that's exactly why they did it. You know, they would, uh, someone would come on the plane with their, their peanut allergy card, and then, you know, you would have to take all the peanuts off the plane for that flight and all that. So they just, I guess they just thought it would be easier and, and save more money if they just got rid of them completely. Okay, all right. I feel better now. All right, this is for somebody with an allergy. <laughs> all right, all right. So, so you get your listings by your sphere. Are there any other lead sources that you work um, to to do business? There honestly is nothing currently. <laughs> nothing currently. I I just uh, you know I always try to stay in touch with with people. I try to be you know transparent and relatable on on social media. You know I I put pictures up my family and I try not to. I try to let them not just see, you know, sales stuff. I, I do a mix of it, and uh, people seem to like that. And so they come to me when they, you know, need to sell or buy a house. That's great. So you must – what size is your sphere? Like how many people do you have in there? Oh. Southwest alone, they had – Yeah. I think there were – 
1,700 flight attendants just in Las Vegas and probably another another 1,000. Wow. So, Are you, you know, kidding me? Well, you say, so you really you really could make a living off just just working that for quite some time. Probably. I don't want to, I don't want to just be dependent on that. I would like, to, I'd like to grow out and, and expand my sphere for sure, but uh, I've been fortunate that sphere. Okay. And what about farming? Have you thought about farming at all? I have thought about farming. I have not farmed yet. Um, but I do have, I do have intentions sometime, sometime early this quarter. Okay. All right, cool. And uh, so I'm just curious, um, you know, uh, if you pick a night, I mean, you could pick a really nice area, especially in that price range you want to be in, and that VAC 2.0, and you happen to work with Aldo, who knows it inside out, upside down, and backwards. That Even with your sphere, getting every, I mean, do you have everybody plugged in? Uh, I have or started, are you working? I have started to plug Good. them all in, uh, into my CRM for sure. So I'm gonna, okay, he was showing put, things on he showed me some things yeah. on there the other day. I had no idea they existed, so I'm excited to, uh, right. to learn more and start using all the tools. Yeah, and once you go through it once, it's the perfect excuse. You go through it once, you set everybody up, you know, whether you do neighborhood reports or market reports or the newsletters or a mix of whatever you want based on the person you're looking at, and then they're getting something from you once a month, twice a month, as well as your calling. That's kind of a really right. good idea. Yeah, I, I, I mean, that's definitely want I, I hope everybody heard the comment you just made because, you know, I hear that a lot in my coaching. I didn't know the VAC 2.0 can do that. I didn't know that. I'm telling you guys, it's rock star. And, look, I'm a prospecting agent. That's how I did all my business, okay? But uh, if my CRM had the capability when I was selling to do this, I would sp- make a phone call, set somebody up, go to the next phone call. Make- I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's rock star. It'll make you look good. It'll keep everybody informed and especially – monkey with a sphere like yours i mean that would be awesome to get that all set up for sure i'm looking i'm really looking forward to it okay all right so tell us a little about like okay so you know you you really come out of the gate hot which is really great uh 29 you're going to be you know closing over 30 this year i would say that's conservatively based on the pace you're at how do you do that like what do you uh (laughs) Here's a day, typical daily schedule. How, how do you get that accomplished? I think that's a really, that's really cool. It just has to be. Make sure you're organized. Have a list. Have a to-do list every day, and uh, you know, just be organized. Make sure that you you check everything off the list. I think okay. that's probably the, the the biggest thing. And and time management. I have four kids too, so it's not not always the easiest to uh, <laughs> to manage. You know, time between between making phone calls and writing contracts and you know, juggling wife and kids and with that it, it gets it gets hard sometimes but you just have to you just have to do your best to uh try to get done what you have to get done. Yeah, so you must have a you must have a time block schedule. How old are your kids by the way? I have two six year olds and I wow. have a three year old and a two year old. The two the two six year olds uh, two six year olds and the uh, three year old are all boys and then we have the uh, two year old girl. So Oh wow! It's, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. They keep us on their toes for sure. Keep us on their toes for sure. So you got homeschooling and at home going on all at the same time. <laughs> exactly. Wow! <laughs> and two of the and and my oldest, the oldest six year old, he uh, he he goes to school full time. So you know, drive drive him there, drop him off, pick him up. So it it's interesting. Wow. 
That is awesome. That's awesome. It's good. See, yeah, that is incredible. Yeah, hopefully the public schools will be opening up soon too because uh, I think uh, a bunch of parents are ready to go berserk. You know, so that's that's got to be time consuming, especially with uh, your your daily schedule as well. It is. It is long days for sure. <laughs> Rewarding though. You can hear that hear that uh, enthusiasm in your voice. Okay, <laughs> it is so. Rewarding. A lot of fun. So I'm going to ask you my favorite question, and then we'll dig deep on each one. So my favorite question always is, okay, so uh, knowing what you know now and, uh, you know, the, the fact that you're, you've been, I don't know if I'm going to say an immediate success because, you know, it takes a while to get into the groove you're in, what would be the three most important pieces of advice you'd tell somebody, okay, if they were, you know, in real estate? Um, first of all, it would probably be don't get discouraged. It's not, like you said, it's not immediate success. Um, I started – started June, July of uh, 18, and I didn't close my first transaction until October. I only closed three that year. Um, you know, I could have I could have easily thrown in the towel and said, I'm never going to make any money doing this. But, um, you know, I saw the bigger picture and kept trucking. And then 2019, I closed 18. And, and then, you know, I, I spoke about what happened last year. So it was worth it just to sit and be persistent and not get discouraged because you don't you don't take off right away. Um, 18 to was, 29. That, that, that that's pretty that's pretty incredible. And, not and too bad. now your first. No, that's no, that's incredible. That's that's absolutely fabulous. Uh, you know that would have if you were, if you weren't on a team that first year at 18, you definitely would have qualified for rookie of the year. Just so you know, the record since I've been at the company now seven years is uh, I think it was 20. No, 27 is the record. And I know people have won it with 18 for sure. So congratulations. Oh, that's amazing. That first oh, year, was that you. mostly buyers? That was mostly buyers for sure. I think I only had, I want to say I had maybe four, four or five listings that year total. Okay. So, yeah, it was, it was definitely mostly buyers. Yeah, and that's um, great advice. Don't get discouraged because it takes a little while to get, I mean, uh, three years ago, the rookie of the year closed all his deals in the last seven months of the year, his first five months, he did not have a closing. And then That's all amazing. of his closings. Yeah. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> all right. So I'm, I'm sorry. I keep interrupting you. Number two, please. Number two would be, uh, be confident. These people we hired you with one of the biggest things they'll ever do in their lives. Just, just display confidence in, in you earn their trust. Don't, uh, don't be wishy-washy. Just, just know what you're, know what you're trying to say and know what you're trying to talk about and, and stick with it. They're Absolutely. Looking, looking, looking at you for guidance. So you wanna, yeah, I mean, they can you know. tell right away when you're confident and when you're not. It's very obvious. Exactly. For sure. I think, I think us as human beings, we're intuitive. We know it's like animals. They can tell when you're afraid. You know, it's like people, they can tell when you come over and you know what you're talking about. And they can tell when you don't know what you're talking about. It's very obvious. They do. Absolutely. Okay, cool. I love that one. And how about the next one? Number three, I would say just just be yourself, be natural. Don't don't be overly salesy. Don't try to push the sale. I'd say um, people people don't really like that. Just be yourself. Provide value. Give them information. Um, help guide them, and just just be natural. Be yourself. Okay, good. Yeah, and you know I love, I love that. Be yourself because my little joke when they when. when you know, when people ask me about social media, I always say, be yourself because everyone else is taken. And when you're copying other people, it's really obvious when you're trying to be somebody you're not. For sure. 
So, so speaking of great piece of advice, don't, don't get discouraged. It takes time. Or my little joke is be patient or you'll become one, you know, a patient. <laughs> be confident. <laughs> I, I would, you know, one of my sayings, just so you know, Monty, one of my affirmations for years was I am confident, competent, and natural. I love it. All right. So that's, thank you. Yeah. I, I, I can't remember if I made it up or if I stole it from a book, but either way, it was, it's a good one. <laughs> it's almost, that's almost uh, and then exactly be yourself. What I, what I said. <laughs> that's great. Oh, is it? You, so you, you have a, like a list of affirmations well, too? Well, no, I was just saying that, that almost covers all three of those, those points that I just, uh, just gave for new agents just starting out. Yeah, it really does. It really does. Now, okay. So I love those. Stuff. So don't, don't get discouraged. Be confident. And be yourself because, you know, be authentic is another way to say that too. Right. Because everybody has a unique personality. I mean, even though we all have the same VHC 2.0, I teach the same scripts. And, but when you take your personality, they sound totally different. Because remember, words are a small part of communication. Gesturing, tonality, emotionality, all of that is a huge part of it. But I want to cover this for a second here. Be yourself. And you also mentioned that in your social media. So tell us a little bit about how you do your social media campaign. You know, I just, I just, I put a mix in of, of business stuff along with, you know, if, if me and the kids are having a, having a good day out, you know, I'll post a few pictures of them and, um, you know, have people, have people uh, be able to see, you know, inside, inside my life as uh, dad and husband instead of just as, you know, Monty, the salesman. Okay. Yeah, that's so important, too, because in today's world, like what I teach them at Success Series is when you think of social media, think of two words. And the first one is content. You mentioned that. You know, you have the VAC 2.0, the Resource Center. You have all kinds of content. I mean, if you're a realtor and you can't come up with content, um, you're not trying, right? (laughs) True. I mean, even if you're coming back from a listing and you – give them a little bit of what happened and talk about the market and, you know, numbers, all that stuff. I think that's important. And then the second word is, uh, and you just said it, document, show them your life. I mean, that's why reality shows are so popular. People love, people are nosy. They want to see what you're doing and compare it to what they're doing. Right. For sure. Yeah. I know what you just mentioned was the toughest thing for me to get used to with social media. But as soon as you get over it, because it makes you feel a little narcissistic. That's a word I hear all the time. Are you asking me to be a narcissist? No, I'm just asking you just to show them. Why do they care what I'm doing? I don't know, but they do. And then when they get to know you a little personally, it makes all your business stuff work better, right? It, it does for sure. I still have a hard time, you know, getting on and doing, uh, you know, like a, a live feed and speaking like that. That's, that's kind of out of my comfort zone. I would like to get a little bit better with that, but. Yeah, but as far as, you know, giving people a peek inside, inside my, my real life. You know, what, yeah, especially with all the kids you have, man. They love <laughs> right. you know, people have kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have a guy, Andrew Kozlowski, from, um, you know, the St. Rose office, and I always tell him, show your kids more. They're cute. People love that. They love they kids do. and they puppies. Love kids. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, so all right, so anything else you want to mention about social media or being yourself? Nothing I I can think of offhand. Just you know, just be natural, and and the rest will come. 
what about your frequency? Like how much, how much do you do on social media? I don't really have, I mean, anytime I, anytime I, um, get something under contract, close something, just list something, I make a post for, for all those. Um, it's not really a, a daily thing or an every other day thing. I, I probably post on average, probably, I don't know, maybe, maybe four or five times a week. That's cool. That's good. Try to stay in front of yep. people and don't let them forget about you. And remind them what you yeah, do. Yeah, that's the key. And that's really what you're doing, especially now. Do you do you make sure that your whole as ma- as many of those people in your sphere, like especially the Southwest people, are on uh, you know your your social media and so forth? I do. I've added I've added a lot of them. Even you know even people that I didn't really know or, or people who were just acquaintances. I've I've added them onto uh, social media. Right. Good. That word. Yeah, because if I, they can, I don't. If they especially. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say, since I don't fly at Southwest anymore, since I'm I'm never there at all anymore, I'm, I'm not with the company, so I don't want those people to forget about me. I want them, you know, to constantly remember me as, you know, the 16-year flight attendant who's now doing real estate and, you know, helping people that way now. That's great. Now, I have to ask. I'm going to be nosy now. You ready? So when they give you the severance package, does it include a card that says, fly anywhere, anytime, for free, for life? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I wish. Okay. All right. I, I, All right. I, I didn't have enough. Uh, my age, my my years of service didn't add up to sixty five, so I don't get free flights for life. But I did get. I do have uh, free flights for four more years. So that's not. Oh too wow. Shabby. That's really cool. That's really cool. Yeah, I just being a pain in the butt. I figured that they don't give those <laughs> out, but I had to ask from watching movies. You know. <laughs> All I right. Wish. Monty, awesome. This has been awesome. Any final words of wisdom you want to leave these wonderful people? Keep your heads up and take advantage of this market. And uh, I wish everybody health and, and luck this year. Awesome. Love it. Yeah, you you, you got to be staying aware of everything going on around you. Like uh, the woman I was uh, – co- uh, one of my coaching people from uh, California I was talking to this morning, she finally said to me, Rick, I'm going to take your advice. I am going to become a listing agent. And I go, you really have to be right now because, and it's, you know, California is like ballistically crazy. Phoenix, Scottsdale is crazy. And Nevada is getting more crazy. And I think the reason we're not as crazy as the other two yet, because it's coming, is because we have more of an unemployment rate here with, you know, entertainment and, and casinos. And, you know, like you just said, you know, big airport, a lot of flight attendants and so forth. So we have a lot of that going on, but, that's just going to create an additional wave of inventory in the market, which can be absorbed almost overnight. Once that happens, we'll probably be in the same category. So spend some time taking listings. I just want to say, Monty, Monty Meadows, thank you very much for taking your time out this morning, my man. This was awesome. Thank you, Rick. Really good for them to hear. And I appreciate you taking your time out, my man. Thank you. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Everybody else, we'll do this again in a week. Go get them. And don't forget to... uh, Keep your head down and keep rocking, like Monty said. Thanks, guys.